tonight on the fly talks rocky balboa that's right we talk all things rocky from rocky one to the last rocky balboa with me on this show is my good buddies of course my partner in crime as always lynn bryant is here but we bring in another special guest host to talk about these rocky balboa movies uh with us again he's joined us before with us again is Mr. Billy Parker. We talk, we rank our Rocky movies from favorite to least favorite. Nothing against any of the movies because it was a tough, tough to rank these like this. But we talk about little things from each movie. Uh, we talk about our thoughts on each movie uh, from, like I said, from one to the last Rocky Battle. We did not do the Creed movies. We're saving that for a later date. But I hope you guys enjoy. Uh, and uh, like I said, yo, Adrian, we did it. Okay, tonight on the fly, I have two of my best buddies from high school back with me again. And we're talking about one of these great series of movies that we are, we've talked about a little bit in the past before, I think. But tonight, we're going nothing but Rocky. I'm talking about Rocky Balboa. Hey, yo, Tommy. We're talking about, yo, Adrian, I did it. We're talking about... The Rocky series. Now, I, I didn't we, hear no bell. You didn't I didn't hear no bell. Hey, you'll tell me. I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> <laughs> so, to go ahead and make you, you know, to get this clear now, maybe in a later episode we'll do the Creed movies, but Creed, the Creed movies are not in on this. This is us ranking our top six, because there's six Rocky movies, counting Rocky Balboa, and, uh, uh, you know, just a great, great series of movies that you grow up on. I mean, everybody, I, th- I say everybody, I, everybody I knew, I didn't know many people that didn't like the Rocky movies, but with me tonight to talk about these great movies uh, is, of course, as always, my partner in crime, uh, my Apollo Creed, uh, maybe my, maybe more like my Mickey, I'll say my Mickey to, to my, me being Rocky, uh, Lynn Bryant. Lynn, how's everything going? I am sitting here wearing my Carolina Hurricanes jersey, watching the Carolina Hurricanes games. I feel like we're back to old times. Well, How many times have I like had the TV on the Hurricanes playing? And I, like, yeah, and I was just going to say this is like flashback to last year. Uh, Lynn gets distracted. Really, if you hear Lynn start going, "Oh God," you know, <laughs> that, you know something's going on in the hockey game. That that used man, to be this a is everyday playoff hockey too. Man. Yeah, this is playoff, playoff hockey. hockey. Game so, three. So, well, we're going to talk a little boxing tonight. We'll talk a little Rocky with Lynn. And, like, who could I, and who could I compare this guy to, this next, you know, our co-host tonight? He's been with us before. I guess he's going to have to be like my brother-in-law, Paulie. You know, the the guy that doesn't appreciate. Paulie? Yeah. <laughs> the, the guy that doesn't appreciate when you give him a watch. It goes bust up a pinball machine, gets landed in jail. Uh, you know, he's, he comes around. My cra- crazy old, you're like a crazy old brother. What is it? Ain't that what Rocky said? 
to him. Friends don't owe. They do because they want to do. If you remember that, that was from another Rocky movie. But with me and Lynn tonight, I always love to have him on the show, Mr. Billy Parker. How are you, Billy? Doing great, guys. I, uh, you know, Polly, I don't know. You know, well, who would you put up there? Apollo, Apollo? You know, he, he's dead. Maybe Apollo? I don't. So you want to Polly? You want to get your tail tore up by the Russian and get killed in the ring? I guess, yeah, it's better than Polly. <laughs> okay, I'll give <laughs> you Spider. good. I guess I'll give you Spider Rico. All right, you really got lucky out there tonight. <laughs> I guess I should tell Lynn I, I should be watching the Capitals um, to counter his, you know, his hurricanes. But yeah, I know you're not a Capitals fan. No, I don't think they're on tonight. So uh, actually, I do. I think they are. Actually, you're right. They they lost to Tampa last night. And, uh, you see how he threw that in? They lost. They lost. <laughs> they lost. Ouch. Yeah. But the <laughs> and and Billy didn't even know they lost. The hurricanes no. are actually in a qualifier. So the Capitals have already made it. They're playing for position. It's a weird tournament. Yeah, well, every, what is it weird about 2020? I mean, everything is weird about 2020 right now. <laughs> the Redskins are no longer the Redskins. That's a sore subject. Uh, and, and, I mean, who knows if we'll have NFL football. But, anyway, tonight we're talking about Rocky. Billy, I know Billy's a big boxing fan. I remember growing up, Billy used to always watch boxing and stuff like that with his dad of course uh huge yeah 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 love talking to his dad messing with his dad about uh boxing <laughs> about uh duke basketball uh funny story i can tell on april fool's day and i don't know how your dad didn't know this when i i messed with him so hard about told him mike shishesky was leaving duke after they had just lost in the tournament he was leaving duke and he was going to be the next coach of the la lakers and he went home and was like upset. The guy was upset, talking trash about <laughs> talking trash about Shishetsky. And I never let him off the hook till he came back. So he went home thinking, uh, "Oh my God, I can't stand that guy." Anyway, <laughs> anyway, tonight, Rocky. All right, we're gonna rank Rocky, and we're gonna start off from the bottom to the top. And uh, mm. oof, when you go to the bottom, for me, it's it's really going to the bottom. But uh, just talk. We're gonna talk a little bit about these Rocky movies. I remember watching Rocky the first time, and I really the first time I watched Rocky, I loved the fight stuff. Of course, I was younger then. I loved the fight stuff, but I wasn't crazy about the other story. What really got me when as a kid was Rocky Two. You know, Rocky Two was where he wins because it kind of upset upset me as a kid. That Are you starting off at the bottom? No, I'm just talking a little bit about the series first. Oh, yeah. Now, you think I'm crazy? I would rank them two at the bottom. I, I was so confused. Anyway, <laughs> for me, when when the first Rocky movie, when he didn't win, that was kind of like, why do I want to watch it when he doesn't win? But so the second one for me Bad was... Bad News Bears. And, and then, you know, when it was just like after that, had to be at the theater to see it, Rocky Three, Rocky Four. Fortunately, I did not buy a ticket to see Rocky Five. I waited till it came out on video. And thank God for that. But you know, then we, of course, years later we get the Rocky Balboa, which you know, we'll talk a little bit about that. But all right, let's get right into it. Number six, and I'm gonna start off with Billy. I've got to hear what your number six is. This ought to be good. 
<laughs> well, I, I think it's going to be uh, pretty straightforward for pretty much everyone. But but nope. but Rocky Five, they just missed the mark. Um, so I uh, I had Rocky Five as my number number six. It just uh, you know it, it, it's too bad because I think they had a decent storyline they could have played out, but you know it was disjointed and it just never worked. So really disappointing that I got Rocky Five at, at uh, number six. Yeah, uh, Lynn, or am uh, I'm gonna ask you, but I'm pretty sure you're gonna agree with it's that. It's not my last. It's not my last. No. It's not. Ooh. No. Wow. Okay. Wow. I'm gonna, okay. Wow. Let, hold on. I'm gonna go ahead. Like, I'm gonna go ahead and do mine first, because I got to hear what your last one is when it uh, okay. when it happens. So, of course, uh, mine is is Rocky Five. And I'm like Billy. And I, I would disagree with you a little bit, Billy, on this. The storyline, I didn't like. I mean, I did. The whole movie was was kind of depressing to me because, <laughs> you know, you see you see Rocky after the the fight in Russia. He's of course he's got some uh, some brain damage. They said at the time, and he he retires. Then he ends up losing all that money, losing all losing his big mansion, going back to where he came from. So he starts training this guy again. The guy pretty much turns his back. Tommy Gunn, guy turns his back on him for this Don King wannabe promoter that they put in there, and uh, you know, <laughs> and then it ends up fighting a street fight. In now you know one of the I think the original script had Rocky dying in the street. Wow. So, how in the world could you do that? The only good thing that came out of this movie was Burgess Meredith coming back into flashbacks and saying, when he's out there street fighting with, with Tommy Gunn, and you see him, he's down, and he said, get up, get up. And he said, Mickey loves you. And then you hear, of course, Rocky say, hey, Tommy, I didn't hear no bell. And then they go back. That right there means it's not the last place. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and and I'm like, that's the only thing. And you know, then when he punches the promoter out, that that was pretty cool too. But after the guy says, "I'll see," I'll see. Yeah, so uh, you know, he's not going to get anything because Rocky's broke. Yeah, he's broke. I mean, why why would he think he was going to get anything from him? But anyway, it it was not not a good one. You know that the budget budget for that was forty two million. It made one hundred nineteen million, which is probably the lowest of of any of them. I think I may be wrong on that. It is. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, it it's it's just what's what's this guy's name? The Washington George Washington Duke. Where did you come up with a name like George Washington Duke for a Don King wannabe? I don't. I have to ask. Sylvester's along with that. But anyway, that's my number six. And, and, and gosh, I've got to hear what Lynn's okay. number six is. So, I am the same guy that put A New Hope number seven. <laughs> yeah, you did. You if, sure if did. people remember this. All right. So, for my last place one is Rocky three. Okay. I do not like the Mr. T. I do not like the Clubber Lane. I don't like that Mickey dies. I just, I hate 
I just don't like that movie. The only thing I like in the is in eighteen. You so gotta I remember, Lynn, Eye of the Tiger came from Rocky Three. That alone That alone should not make it the last place. <laughs> the reason the reason why Rocky Five is not at the bottom yet is it's a quote and some other stuff. So I'll tell you like Rocky Three, I just didn't like the Clubber Lane and no. he gets beat and then come back, it's just what and he he lies to Mickey on his deathbed. He goes, Mickey, you know, the fight ends in the second round. But he doesn't tell Mickey he lost. I, I just, I don't know. I didn't like it. So, Rocky Three is number six for me. You know, that's not that's not as shocking as I, I would have thought because, you know, uh, we'll talk about that in just a minute. Um, okay, number five, Billy, what you got? Well, <laughs> you know, this really puts what Lynn said in perspective because I, I would have number five falling with Rocky Three. So um, I agree with a lot of what Lynn said. So he's not far off the list, um, you know, with that. I agree with a lot of it. You know, the Mr. T character, you know, just wasn't believable. Um, and, you know, although the Hulk Hogan thing was entertaining, that might have been of a stretch. Um, but the Mickey alone, I mean, you can't get rid of Mickey. Uh, so I, you know, the, the part that I did really enjoy about that, I, I love the bonding with Apollo, really kind of took Apollo to another level and their training and sequences. And like I just said, I, Tiger comes out of three, which I love. Um, but other than that, you know, it, 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 it definitely didn't live up to some of the others in my mind. So I'm the ending a, was stupid. Yeah. The ending was stupid when they hit yeah. each other and it cuts to black. I'm like, that is so stupid. I, I actually like the ending. I like that ending. <laughs> I like no, it. I, so, I, so um, I like how they go to the end and you don't know what happens. It kind of leaves your imagination of uh, you know who's really the winner. So yeah. Look at Rocky too. We can see, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So good for me. Put me on the spot here. You go, yeah, you go ahead, Lynn. That's right, because so I'll let you Rocky, go last time. So, um, Rocky Five is number five for me. I see it as a rough draft for Creed. It's exactly what this movie is. Hmm. He finds someone, he grooms them. It, it just oh. didn't work out. But I, I like that it's um, different, that they're not in a boxing room. He's not in a boxing room. Yeah. He's not doing whatever. He's in the alleyway. He's fighting. He's falling <laughs> in the trash, getting back up. It's bare knuckles. It's different. Man. It's different. So that's it's what different, kind of right. Rocky Three for me. <laughs> I, oh my God! It has one of my favorite lines we've said a hundred times already. I love that line. Are you Tommy? I didn't hear no bill. <laughs> oh my God! I that. So anyway, Rocky Yeah, and, and I agree with Lynn on the uh, the whole street sequence. You know, at first, it, it, yeah, it's a stretch, but that's remember that's where Rocky started on the street fighting and I, you know so I see where they were kind of going with that it just it just didn't quite work but I like where they were going with it so I agree with Lynn you know that, that part was pretty cool yeah it was different alright it was definitely different uh, different from any of the other ones but anyway <laughs> for me for me I'm going to have to agree with Billy at number 5 Rocky 3 um, but I, I love the only thing the only thing I disagree with you guys on. I did like the Clubber Lane character. I thought it was hilarious because he was so cocky and arrogant that he made you. He and then when he beats Rocky at the first one, it just made you want. All right, Rocky's got to come back out there and kill him. 
I mean, you know, that, that's all it is. The, the drawbacks of this, this was killing Mickey, of course. I, I, that was, I will not, I'll fast forward through that usually when, if I watch it. Uh, like I said, the, the Apollo training Rocky thing was kind of like the equivalent of Darth Vader being announced as Luke's father. I was like, what? What are we doing here? I mean, he's a, he's not, he's the guy that wanted to kill you, wanted to humiliate you in front of your hometown on Thanksgiving night. Um, but yeah, that was pretty cool, though, to see them get together. Billy, I'm going to have to disagree a little bit on the training sequences because, uh, yeah, the training sequences are right, but the ending of the training sequences... When two grown men are out there with half shirts on, oh, uh, God. Hugging, hugging each other yeah. in the water, uh, that's a little weird. Is that that inspire you, Stevie? Come what? on, man. <laughs> the slow-mo running through the ocean. <laughs> yeah, but when you start hugging a guy that's wearing a, a, a half shirt, then you're wearing one, too. Yeah, it's, you know, uh, it's kind of like, what are they doing here? But some of the greatest lines were from, you know, Mr. T had some great lines in that movie. Uh, yeah, but then there, and, and I have to go back to this because I've heard this, I've listened to this movie so much. Uh, the lines in there, there was the part at the, in the last fight when Rocky is taking a beating in one round, and he goes to the corner, and Apollo starts fussing at him, and Rocky says, "I know what I'm doing. I swear." I know what I'm doing. So if he says that, you think, okay, he knows what he's doing. He's pretty confident. He knows what he's doing. Well, Apollo's response back is, don't tell me what you think. I mean, didn't he just tell you he knows what he's doing? And you tell me, don't tell me what you think. So, I mean, didn't really. Some and, bad editing, I think, is what happened. I think yeah. took the line out. And then, the, you know, of course, the confrontation between Apollo and Clubber Lang before the, before the last fight when... Don't turn your back on me. I mean, it's it's just some great line. I did like the Clever Lane character. Uh, I just liked his his arrogance because he he made such a great heel in that movie. He was not maybe not as good as Apollo because you really wanted to see Rocky just whip Apollo in the first two movies, well, especially the second one. But maybe not as good as that. But the thing that is a drawback about Clever though, didn't he really? Couldn't he really have been responsible for killing Mickey? Didn't he sling Mickey to the he side? Pushed yeah, he, he pushed him, him and then Mickey against, had a heart attack. Up against yeah. the uh, up against the stairs or something like that. And the then fight. Yeah. Yeah. So couldn't he really have been the one? That's that's the only thing I hate about Clever Lang. But three, of course, it had. If if we're gonna talk soundtrack, Eye of the Tiger. That when that came out, that movie came out in. May of 82, leading up to that, Eye of the Tiger was everywhere. I mean, that's all you heard. People were playing it before ball games, before this, Eye of the Tiger everywhere. One of those trademark songs, probably, I won't say it's the biggest trademark Rocky song. I think Gonna Fly Now uh, from the first two is the trademark Rocky song. But it, it's definitely up there, but yeah. So, you, you know, Rocky changed his whole look, changed his whole kind of fighting for that last fight. That was, you know, I think it was more about change. Uh, he's going, he's being trained by his, his, uh, the guy that he, he pretty much 
tried to humiliate him, and he's getting trained by him now. So they become best friends all of a sudden. And, you know, the ending, like you said, I didn't mind the ending too much. Uh, it it kind of left you like, well, well, I wonder who won. But, you know, it's okay with me. So Rocky Three is my number five. All right. Number four. Big old Billy. <laughs> so this was tough, and I got reason It may have, um, uh, but I, I'd have to say the last Rocky Six, uh, the Balboa one, it is really, really good movie. So that's why I really have a hard time putting it where I'm putting it because it's a really good movie. I think it's nostalgia that makes me move the others ahead of it a little bit. Um, but for me, I had you know Rocky Six. Um, there. Um, although I think it was extremely well done, and I think you could definitely make the argument move it much closer to the top of the list. Um, but again, based on nostalgia, I, I really have to put the others ahead of it. Okay. Okay, Lynn, what have you got? Ditto. I cannot no! more. Rocky Balboa all the way. I just think it's a little far-fetched. A 50-some-year-old guy is going to find a 20-some-year-old in his prime. And it, it's like a full circle. It goes back to a split decision at the end where he loses. Yeah. I, it, yeah. So, ditto to Billy. He, he nailed it. Okay. I'm going to talk right. about, I'm, you know, you re- do realize that he, I think Stallone realized people would think it was a little far-fetched. That's why he, the guy ends up breaking his hand in the second round. And that's that's the only reason Rocky's able to hang with him for the rest of the fight like that. So that I think that's a lot why that happened. I mean, you know, maybe it's far-fetched, but this is Rocky, man. I mean, you're going to believe Rambo? <laughs> you believe Rambo at 70 years old can go over and fight the Russians or whoever oh, he's fighting? I mean, come on, that please. That was part three. That was part three. Was Rambo three in Afghanistan? Well, what was the last one? What did he do in the last one? Either, who, I mean... No, the last one he had a farm, and he went uh, down to Mexico. You haven't seen the last one. No, I hadn't seen the last one. He went to Mexico and fought a drug cartel, and then they came back <laughs> well, to his farm, and he had a farm booby-trapped. That's not far-fetched at all. He had tunnels all underneath the farm. Yeah. No. Okay. But we need to do Rambo one day, because I love me some Rambo as well. Okay, we'll do Rambo. We'll do Rambo one day. Okay, Bill my... was the worst, by the way. <laughs> the one in Thailand was the worst. Keep on. <laughs> my number four, and this is tough. It, the the closer it gets, well, after five, they're all tough. And, well, I'll say after three, these next ones are really tough. But I had to go, my number four is Rocky Four. Uh, great movie. Great storyline for its time, the whole Cold World War, us against Russia. Um, but one of the drawbacks for that, again, Apollo Creed getting killed. We just got to where we like Apollo Creed. And he ends up getting, you know, I mean, this guy's pretty guy, pretty good guy. Guess what? He's dead. Uh, you know, Drago kills him. They, they introduce this great character, Drago, who, you know, who is so roided up. I mean, if, if they people couldn't see that... Uh, and of course, in the movie, it's fantasy. Of course, if they couldn't see that he was so roided up by his strength, and something was definitely wrong, they were paying some people. But this this movie, man, I mean, great for its time. 
and kind of went, when we talk about soundtracks to the Rocky movie, this one right here has the ultimate soundtrack because, you know, it kind of goes against, a lot of Rocky movies had a lot of instrumentals, you know, Bill Conti, of course, did uh, Gonna Fly Now, but this one kind of went with more of a up-to-date lineup. You had Survivor was back in it with Eye of the Tiger. Robert Tepper with No Easy Way Out, which is a great song. John Cafferty, Hearts on Fire, which is a training sequence. Uh, Vince DiCola, who did the score, who does a training montage and does the uh, fight scene, which I, they call that war. Um, just so many great songs on it. Of course, James Brown does Living in America. Uh, it's a lot of great songs on the soundtrack. This soundtrack, by far, is the best, best soundtrack. And I, fun fact here, there was going to be another song in this soundtrack that ended up on another, it was passed over and ended up on another kind of sports, uh, sports movie soundtrack. And I bet you guys can't guess who what it is. Came out that same year. Which was what year? 87. Mm. A very well-known movie soundtrack. <laughs> and a very well-known <laughs> song. It was probably this, it was this artist's best-selling single. As a, solo, as a solo artist. What? You got me. I can't come over. Peter Cetera, Glory of Love. Oh, my God. Seriously? This was going to be played... At the Karate end. Kid 3? Karate Kid 2. 2. Yeah, this was going to be the end title for Rocky 4, but United Artists passed on it and said, you know, which was a good move. I, could, I can't see this being the it end. It does not fit that. Yeah. No. So, uh, you know, I, I, I like 4, but and I like the, the whole soundtrack deal with it because they did, what, 4 music videos in, in 4. So, and it definitely, definitely, uh, definitely was a big hit at the box office. Budget was $28 million. The box office was $300.4 million. So, yeah, he, you know, and of course, Rocky gets his, puts his wife in there at the time. Uh, what was her name? Jeez, Bridget, Bridget Nielsen. Yeah. And yeah. she is Drago's. Uh, wife, kind of sets the stuff in stage for Dolph Lundgren to be uh, cast as the. Of course, everybody remembers Masters of the Universe. How great a movie that was! Uh, but you know, I like that movie. <laughs> I like that movie. <laughs> do you guys know? Before I go any any further, do you guys know there was four four characters that appeared? In all six of the Rocky movies? Rocky. Okay. Polly. Okay. Yeah. Shit. Uh, um, You'll never guess the, the next two. Tony Duke Evers. You're Googling. That's the third one, but you, what about the fourth one? Well, Adrian died in five. 
No, but she it, died in six. In no, six. Yeah. She was never in six. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so she died in six. Uh, Wikipedia is not helping me on the last one. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. He, he, she can get it. Nikki was in all of them on past things. No, he wasn't. He it wasn't. Says, um, he wasn't in six. So Wikipedia is saying he was in archival footage. That is a anyway, I don't know. Stu, <laughs> Stu Nahan was in all six. He was the boxing commentator. One of them. Oh my god! <laughs> he was one of the. Oh, oh. that's like okay, Lynn. Let's go to Star Wars. Who was who was one of the guys besides the original group that was in most of those Star Wars movies? Why do R two D two and three PO were in all nine? I'm talking about human. Human who was in all nine? I don't know if he was in all nine, but he was in the majority of. Anakin was a character in the majority no. of. I'm talking about Wedge. Wedge and Tilly? Yes. Look and see how many he's in. I know you're Googling it right now. I'm going to say five. Well, look and see. I really don't know. I'm just guessing. I I don't know either, but I know he was in the the first three. He was the only one that survived. He was in four, five, six. He was in nine as well. I think he had a falling out with um, Lucas and wasn't in some of the other stuff. Okay. Anyway, we're we're having a tangent. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So number four for me is Rocky Four. All right. So number three, Billy. This has changed in the last five minutes. I guarantee it. It it, it did. Um, <laughs> and it, it was hard. It, it gets difficult at this point. But I I actually put Rocky Two at number three. And, and I know at that this challenge, but um, as great as it is, I mean, I, I thought Rocky Two was was really really. And, you know, it's a powerful emotional. It has everything in it. You know, you know, Aiden's in the hospital. There's a kid. The, you know, everything's there. Um, so it's it's a great movie. Um, and uh, yeah, so I went back and forth on having it number two and having it number three. Um, but you know, where I, where it landed was number three on my list. All right. So Rocky two is number three for you. All right, Lynn. Uh, for me, I have the first one as number three. What? <laughs> yeah. Hey, remember? I put New Hope was number seven. He's going to go ahead and say it, man. <laughs> the best is what my favorites are, right? So, based on favorite, the first Rocky is number three. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you have to, y'all have a lot more to talk about it later, but it won Best Picture, too. I don't know. It did. It did. So, my number three is one you you guys have already talked about. You had a little bit higher on your list, and that was Rocky Balboa. For me, you know, the, the nostalgia of it, but nobody expected this to be a success at all. They were pretty much saying this is not going to be, uh, Anything after five, who thought it would be? Well, you know, I th- I think, and I think the real reason he came back and did Rocky Balboa is because he was so disappointed in number five. Uh, right. You know, and then to get like, of course, you see, Polly's there, and Rocky owns what, what owns a restaurant called Adrian's. Uh, 
they bring back so many people. Spider Rico's there washing dishes, and you know one. How many? How many lines? I would love to hear how many lines they use that reference the first movie to this because Spider Rico said, uh, "You really got lucky out there." He said that in the first movie to him after Rocky whipped him uh, in in the first movie, but Spider Rico's there, uh, and he ends up working at the restaurant. He ends up working the corner in the, in the fight, but you know. Yeah, it maybe it's far fetched, like Lynn said, that that a fifty-some year old or sixty-some year old man could hang with a twenty-year-old. But that's what makes Rocky. I mean, it was kind of far fetched that a a guy that was a fighting in clubs could end up being world heavyweight champion too, and people bought into that. Um, he he took his chance, and then yeah, they had to play it off by uh, by the breaking of the wrist on that, and that was. That was a good, I think that was a great move by them because it made made it believable then because they pushed it so hard for the next two rounds. This is Rocky's chance until that numbs up. And, uh, of course, they got a real boxer to play, Mason Dixon, uh, which I thought was good. You know, one of the things... We also did that in five. (laughs) Yeah, but... We got a real. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to say anything. Um, <laughs> Antonio Tarver did a great job. I thought it was Mason Dixon. Yeah. Uh, what about Milo Vitimula as Rocky's son? A lot of people don't realize. You know, a lot of the women didn't realize. Of course, this is us. The big show on NBC. That's the guy, the dad on uh, that show on NBC. I didn't realize that till after I watched This Is Us. And then watch Rocky Balboa again. I was like, ah, that guy looks familiar. But anyway, one of some of my favorite lines are in this movie. Tony Burton, who played Duke, he ends up training Rocky again. One of the things I love when he said, "Let's make some hurting bombs," because he tells him he can't, he can't train him for stamina, can't train him for this. He said, "What we got to do? We got to make hurting bombs." And then the best part of the whole Rocky Balboa is. The inspirational speech he gives his son, I mean, if I could have that framed and put up in my office, you know, it ain't about how hard you hit, it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward, how much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. I mean, stuff like that, That I don't know if Stallone wrote that or somebody wrote it. Whoever wrote that hit a gold mine right there. Uh, that just really spoke to me. I could watch that over and over again. But Rocky Balboa, then you bring back Marie. Screw you, Creepo, from the first movie. And it ends up being kind of a love interest for Rocky in this movie, which was kind of weird seeing Rocky kind of interested in somebody besides Adrian. And, of course, he's he's mourning Adrian the whole movie and, and kind of gets, gets the whole, I guess, the whole bad feelings out of his system, the monsters, uh, the... The monster in it and feelings that he's got, he gets it out of his system, uh, and and it was a great ending. Split decision, like Leon said, come full circle. He goes split decision like he did against Apollo in this one, and probably the best way to end the series. Where although we have, there is rumors that there's going to be another one, but I, I don't know about that. But uh, yeah, for me, Rocky Balboa was number three, and and that was a no-brainer there for me. All right. Number two, what you got, Billy? What's left? Well, of which two are left? 
Huh? On my list? Yeah. I got one and four left on my list. All right. So, number two. Yeah, prepare yourself. So, number two on my list is four for a number of reasons. So, again, I I think some of this is based on when you watch in your childhood and when you, you know, but based on the time this movie came out, you know, my age and everything, I mean, we're in the middle of Cold War. It's the 80s. That that whole movie screamed 80s. And it just takes me straight back to to that, that, that point of, you know, us against the Russians. I love the training sequence, and I think it's one thing that's really cool about that, how they outlined is, you know, you've got Russians with all the technology and trying to create the perfect boxer and all this machine and high-tech stuff. And then you've got Rocky, you know, in the barn, you know, chopping wood and, you know, you know, running in the snow and doing it the old-fashioned way and to kind of beat this guy. And it just, it was a lot of things like that that really played into it. The music was amazing, so the soundtrack was incredible. Um, but it was. It was kind of a, a good versus evil um, at that time, um, you know, with us going against the Russians. And, yeah, was it over the top? Absolutely. Um, but, you know, they to me, they had some great one-liners in that, you know, with, with, with uh, you know, the I must break you. And then Rocky saying, go for it. You know, that, that stuff's great. And um, so... That movie just really stood out, and, you know, I didn't have it. I kept going back and forth, but when I rewatched it, it just took me right back. I thought it was in the 80s again. So, um, and I thought they packed a lot of good stuff in it. Loved it. So, I, uh, you know, the whole losing Apollo, and I know everybody gets upset about losing Apollo, but, you know, that was kind of a turning point for Rocky, you know. And then, you know, the driving sequence, he hops in his car, running from Adrian after she tells him he can't win, and, you know, it's... uh. It's got it all in there, so uh, that's why I had to come back and put it number two. How about when when she comes comes to Russia though, and then he harps, yeah. harps on fire starts out. You know, and that was the kind of the kind of the pattern for all the Rocky movies. He had a uh, a moment where it kind of motivated him to train better, uh, and it usually was with yeah. usually it was with Adrian uh, in the second one. We'll talk about that. Uh, do you uh, do you know? Where they were when they filmed the the scenes that it was him training in the Soviet Union? No. Wyoming. Really? Did not know that. Interesting fact. Interesting fact. There was there was so much talk about how choreographed the fights were and how realistic were. That's because they were pretty realistic because uh, Stallone wanted that way. Dolph Lundgren hit him so hard. When they were filming that uh, that last fight, he punched him in the chest so hard it slammed his heart against his breastbone, caused his heart to swell. Stallone suffered from labored breathing and blood pressure over 200. He was flown from the set to St. John's Regional Medical Center in Santa Monica and was forced into intensive care for eight days. That's how realistic those those fight scenes are. They were real. They were real. And also, I, this is something else you probably didn't know. Dolph Lundgren almost made a, a Carl Weathers quit when they were filming the fight. One point in the, when they were filming, Dolph Lundgren tossed Carl Weathers into the corner of the ring, and then Carl Weathers got mad, started cussing at him, and left the ring and said he was going to quit the movie. Stallone had to talk them, talk both of them into it. 
to coming together and apologizing to each other. They stopped work for four days to get, while they were talking to Carl Weathers, trying to talk him back into the movie. So yeah, a lot of a lot of little fun facts I'm giving you to giving you tonight. So Lynn, what is your so number two? My, my two that are left are Rocky two and Rocky four, and I, this is hard because I like both of them, but I am going to say. <sighs> Let's put Rocky Two as number two. Right. We'll do Rocky Two as number two. I, I like it because it's the rematch with you know Creed, and um, I love the ending where it's like almost a double knockout, okay. and everything slows mm. down, and they're trying to like crawl their way up, yeah. and you think they're both gonna make it, and Creed falls, but Rocky makes it. I, I just I, Rocky Two is number two. Yeah, that's that's. I'm gonna go along with that. Uh, Rocky two was in. If you'd asked me years ago, Rocky two would probably. I probably would have flip flopped my number one and number two. But I'm like you. The whole story, because he's gonna retire after that fight, because because of his eye, he had a detached retina, which he tells Adrian he's not gonna fight anymore. He's gonna make make money off commercials and endorsements and that doesn't work out that didn't work you see rocky kind of really blowing his money on stupid stuff uh like you know the car that he can't drive or you know watches and he he's i mean the first time the guy's really had any money and he he is just so much in a hurry to get all this stuff and it ends up at the end he has he pretty much has to fight to make a living he has to do this fight because Apollo, and, and if you watch it really, in the first Rocky, Apollo is not really that bad of a guy. Apollo is actually a good guy. He's giving this guy a chance. He's not, yeah, he's flashy and all that, but he's not as arrogant as he was in the second movie. And he has to be arrogant enough because he wants to draw Rocky out. He has to, you know, call him names. The Italian chicken. Uh, he, he calls him these names, goes on TV calling him out. And that really turns him into the bad guy, uh, really, really bad guy. And but in the first one, he's not like that. But you want to see Apollo get his tail kicked in the second one so bad. And to tell you the truth, it, you remember the whole. There's two things from this movie. Okay, Talia Shire, who played Adrian. It was. One, this was not really in the script at first. She was making a, a movie, another movie, and couldn't be on the set. So Sylvester Stallone comes up without even having... She's got to watch the fight from home because of her because they had the baby and she went through everything in the hospital with the coma. So her, her scenes at home were actually filmed months after they did the fight scene. So she's not even watching anything. She's just reacting to what they're doing and also you know the whole storyline you know I always thought this was such a great storyline with Mickey teaching Rocky to fight right handed that was going to protect the eye that was just going to throw Creed off he wouldn't know what was coming but that's not why they did it it was because Stallone while he was getting in shape for the for the movie ripped his left pectoral muscle during a bench pressing contest and had to have surgery. Therefore, he could not fight with his left hand. So they had to switch it up. They had to add that storyline into it. But I'm like you, Lynn. I could sit there and rewind the last, the last fight when, when he reaches up. 
for that last rope, and then when <clears> you see, you hear Apollo's wife scream when Apollo falls back down. And when that guy, when that referee goes 10 and says, you're out, and that play, and you hear Apollo say, he won, he won, screaming. That, right, I mean, I've got goosebumps right now <laughs> from that. But, you know, Rocky two, and like I said, if you'd asked me years ago, I would have said this was my favorite just because he won. But, you know, things change as you get older. And uh, But had a good soundtrack. Bill Conti, the legendary Bill Conti, does going to fly now. That was, of course, that was uh, in the first Rocky movie as well. But uh, just, just a, it was a great movie. Grossed $11 million in the first week. I mean, back then, that's a lot of money. It ends up, the budget was $7 million. Box office was $200.2 million. I mean, you, really, just a great movie. A lot of money back then. Yeah, yeah, a lot of money back then. So, we're up to number one. Billy? Well, <laughs> I think for most this would be a given, but apparently not for, for Lynn Bryant. But uh, <laughs> for me, it is number number one is the first Rocky. And uh, because, I mean, that's what everything's based. I mean, no one saw this coming. You know, it it you know it was different. It, it I think it really kind of was one of those things that, you know, one of those sports movies that, you know, almost created the nostalgia for what what we have now for a lot of things but you know it uh i, I don't think it been anything done like that before and to be quite honest as you just said Steve, as you get older you appreciate things more older i get more i enjoy the first one um although i loved it back then um i can you know a lot a lot kind of makes more sense to me now yeah. but you know just and, and the Paulo character i would agree with you you know giving this guy a shot um was pretty cool um and and how they set it all up and seeing this underdog you know kind of come from nothing you know is out there you know collecting money um roughing them people up <laughs> to tony, Gazzo, tony Gazmo, Gazzo's hitchman yeah exactly so you know oh i mean I, and i can't believe we've had this conversation about talking about you know walking out on the meat I mean, think about it. I mean, this guy goes in there, and that's how he trains. I mean, he works out on the meat, and, and you know, throws the meat flaps and the meat plant. I mean, um, pretty cool stuff. And, yeah. you know, just uh, watching the story and how he develops, and, um, you know, and he even got the little, it's got the love story with him and Adrian, which, you know, is it, it, really neat to see how that develops as well. So, um, great stuff, amazing movie. I think I appreciate it, and even more older I get. Um, and since it set the tone for everything, it's got to be number one. Yeah, yeah. All right, Lynn, go ahead. Uh, the nostalgia of Rocky Four is my number one. Just the entrances of, like, Apollo Creed when he comes <laughs> in for the fight. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. So awesome. I'm with you, Lynn. I, I, I can, oh, that's a good, it's that pretty great. Great segment. And then when Rocky has to go to Russia, you know, Drago yeah. comes out in some cool thing too, but just I, I love Rocky Four. I love the Cold War. I love the U.S. versus Soviet Union. That to me is just the best movie for me that I would love to watch over and over again. So I am with you, and Lynn, One thing I found interesting, you know, you know, kind of you know, looking at some of the rankings before this, I was interested what other people thought, but you know, so many of those things at four like, you know, towards the bottom of the list. And I'm like, what? You know, so, uh, 
it, it has, it's uh, reassuring to me that you actually have it so high. So, thank you. Yeah, yeah looking at rotten tomatoes <laughs> and stuff, it's, it's second to last. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? Well, um, you can't trust critics, man. But you you got to look at this too, guys. I mean, just throw five. Let's just throw five out and look at the rest of them. I mean, those are all. all right. Yeah, yeah. Three for I think three we agree on it was just just hard to to watch with with and one of the bad things uh, with Mickey, the whole Mickey thing. Yeah. Uh, but you know, <laughs> after that. The rest of them, I mean, it's hard to pick. It really is. Mm-hmm. But uh, my number one is going to be the original, like Billy said, Rocky. Uh, I remember as a kid watching it and thinking, you know, he lost. Why do I want to watch this? He's, he's lost. But it just sets you up for that second one. When you see him lose like that, you got this guy, he hung with him for 15 rounds. He could have beat him. He had him on the ropes. So that really set it up for the second one. I mean, uh, and then I'm like you, the whole, the whole story with Adrian, uh, and then it's so, so funny how, you know, one minute Mickey doesn't want to even put Rocky's stuff in a locker, cause him a has-been, a no-talent, and all this stuff, and then when Rocky gets a shot, next thing you know, Mickey's coming up to his apartment, <laughs> and, and telling him, oh, you got a good shot at this, you need, you need some guidance from me, he said, yeah, you want to help me now, but now that I got this shot but a lot of things and we talked about with the whole Dolph Lundgren putting putting uh, Stallone in the hospital with this also Carl Weathers and Sylvester Stallone both were hurt in the shooting of this final fight uh, Stallone had bruised ribs and, and Carl Weathers had a damaged nose which ironically is the opposite injuries of what the characters had in the movie. Really. Because Rocky gets his nose broke in, in the first right. round. And Creed, of course, everybody remembers Creed has broke ribs. He's spitting up blood at the end. Yeah. Oh, he's spitting up blood now. That's one of those great lines from that movie. But uh, another thing, the you know, the whole scene with Rocky and Adrian in the uh, skating rink. Uh, you you see him after closing the, the, the skate rink's closed. Rocky pays the guy off. The only way that the reason that was done that way is because the budget. They were scared they weren't going to have enough money to pay the extras that would have been at the skating rink. So they went in after hours and did that. And then another thing, I know you remember the scene where Rocky the night before the fight. Rocky can't sleep, and he somehow walks into the spectrum without anybody saying anything to him. Looks up at the the posters of him and Apollo up there, and he t- tells the promoter, "You you got my trunks wrong. I'm not wearing that color." And uh, he he couldn't change at the last minute. So, but that was actually a mistake made by the props department. That they couldn't go back, they didn't have the money to go ahead, go back and uh, rectify it. So they ended up played it in the script where Rocky was like, and it made it look like Rocky was like, okay, this is a, this is when he realized this is just a, a throwaway. They're just saying, thinking I'm gonna lay down and and, and lose. Yeah. And that was actually that was the uh, the first script had Rocky throw in the fight. Now can you imagine? You, Why? Because he just he just knew 
that he was, you know, that's what he was supposed to do. He was supposed to throw the fight, but he ends up giving in and throwing the fight. Can you imagine if that would have happened? You think we would have had a Rocky Six or a Rocky Five yeah. if, 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 well, I mean, anyway, Rocky Five, that's one thing. You, you think we would have had a, a sequel to, to the Rocky movie if he was, if he actually threw the fight in the first one? Yeah. How would you play that off? Change the character. How would you play that off though? That's the thing I I, I don't understand. Uh, another thing about that is is you know I loved you talked about Apollo's entrance in, in Rocky Four. How about the one in Rocky when he's dressed up like George Washington uh, coming down <laughs> the boat, throwing, throwing yeah. on the boat, throwing yeah. coins out to the crowd, and then when he gets in the ring. Awesome. When he gets in the ring, he changes into Uncle Sam. I mean, geez. But split decision, Rocky loses, and he's not going to have a re- you know, ain't going to be no rematch. Of course, we hear that. The split decision was 8-7, 7-8, and then 9-6, if you want to really score it. I don't know who came up with that. But who did during, the 9-6? I don't know. That, what, I, was think Apollo, I think Apollo paid that guy off. But... Uh, <laughs> But you go. Uh, we can't end this without talking about one of the, the iconic scenes, going up the steps in Philadelphia. You know, so many people have have gone up that step. Matter of fact, I filmed a graduation not too long ago, and I was really impressed with this speech because there was a girl. This was a girl that was graduation. I can't remember if she was valedictorian or salutatorian. She is. She her dad turned her into such a Rocky fan that they took a trip to Philadelphia. And she went up those steps. She was talking about the the feelings she had when she got to go up those steps, same steps that Rocky went up to. And she had several Rocky quotes in her in her, uh, in her speech. So thumbs up to this girl. I was like, holy crap! This is this, this is pretty good speech here. She probably bringing Rocky into here. But anyway, yeah, they moved the statue to down below. Yeah, the they moved it several times. Now. They they mo- actually moved it. Uh, Moved it a couple of times because they moved it back up. I think after one of the, before five they had moved it. Then when five came out, they moved it back up, and I think they moved it again uh, for like one of the anniversaries. But if you remember, I think it was in Rocky Balboa. Polly asked him, "Are you upset because they took down your statue?" And he says, "No, not really." So I, I, they kind of threw that in there in one of the movies, but uh, just so many, so many great memories. I, I can remember watching, watching Rocky Two on CBS. Of course, it was the edited down version with commercials. That was one of the few movies my mom let me stay up to like eleven o'clock to watch. Uh, but yeah, such a great series, Sylvester Stallone. And I have to say this: if you're out there somehow listening to this, I take my hat off to you for creating this character. For sticking to your guns and making, you know, when you're trying to sell this film and saying, I'm not going to do, you're not going to do this movie unless I play Rocky. And I mean, that was one of the selling points. He would not do, he would not let this movie go unless he was doing the, the, the role of Rocky. Can you imagine anybody else playing Rocky? No. I mean, that was a perfect fit for him. I mean, I think there was. The, the the company was really really against that and one of the things they had a they had a problem 
casting Apollo Creed at first. They had actually had a real-life boxer that they were trying to get to play Apollo Creed. And I don't know if you remember him or not. Uh, I'm sure Lynn will remember his son. But Ken Norton Sr. was a... Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was going to be the... Yeah. They were trying to get him to be uh, Apollo Creed. But he pulled out, and then Carl Weathers came along, who was an athlete in his own, you know, played college football, some professional football, uh, and, you know, just just great. I mean, it, it worked out so well. And I did not realize this till I did my research here. Because they had such a low budget for this film, for the first one, members of Sylvester Stallone's family played roles in this. I, I don't know if you remember at the... At the end uh, of the fight, when the guy that rings the bell, at the end of the first movie, that's Sylvester Stallone's dad. Of course, <laughs> his brother is the guy that put, sings in the Street Corner. He's been he's been on several of the soundtracks, and his first wife was a photographer in that uh, in that uh, first one. So. Of course, he liked bringing his wives in there. Bridget Nielsen and uh, this lady were in that movie. But yeah, Sylvester Stallone, got to take my hat off to you. And I know it's a snowball's chance in in that place that that you're listening to this somehow. It would be great, though. Would you? What would you? Can you imagine meeting Sylvester Stallone, though? Oh my gosh! It would be. Know, John Riggins. Yeah. You'd rather meet John Riggins? <laughs> Yep. Somebody's already done that. Hey, I met him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he lived up to the reputation. So, yeah. Good to meet John Reagan. Have to ask y'all this. Did you do realize Sylvester Stallone has been, I mean, he was sued by Chuck Webner, who was a boxer back in the day, saying that this whole Rocky series was based on his uh, life because he was an underdog that fought Muhammad Ali and was not supposed to go 15 rounds. He got knocked out in the 15th round by Ali, but it, that itself was was uh, something. But he was sued by this guy, which he settled out of court. I mean, even if he did do this, it is based on it. It's still what he's built on it from down the line, you know, Okay then, if he did, you know, I'll pay you this. But you gave me the idea. But this is where I'm going with it. It's just, just great. I can't say enough good things about what Sylvester Stallone did with this this series of movies, except for five. <laughs> but well, you know, five out of six good ones is pretty pretty solid. And you know, um, he, go ahead. So I was just going to say, it's just you know, kind of what they've given us. I mean, growing up, I mean, I think a lot of while everybody kind of out there listening, I mean, probably close to our age or similar, but, I mean, through the years, I mean, growing up with Rocky and the motivation, it, it's incredible. I mean, you lean on, you put the music on, you think about it. It's it's not just a movie. It's it's, it's created something, you know, and society is kind of a motivator to, to push harder. And, uh, I mean, heck, I, even the boys I coach basketball, you know, I play Eye of the Tiger. I've got those songs going, and they love it. So it, it still resonates today. So I don't know how many people believe a legacy like that with movies that still impact people today. And this absolutely does. Like you just so when you watch some of these things, you hear it. I mean, it, it, it just, you almost tear up at it sometimes. It creates all the emotions. You've seen it 50 times. 
So it's pretty incredible that you leave something like that. So I'm just appreciative that, you know, these movies are out there. And, yeah, are they over the top? Are they corny? Are they ridiculous? Yeah, they are. I love them. Um, so, you know, that, that's what Rocky is. Um, but it's, it's a lot of real in there, too. So you just got to pull that out as you're watching it. Yeah. I've just really enjoyed having it through the years. It's the, it's the great underdog story. That's, I mean, the guy coming yeah. out of nowhere, out of a club. Just well, the meat locker. Uh, yeah. Jack in a robe. The, robe, yeah. the baggy <laughs> robe with, what he said, Polly yeah. gets two grand, I get to keep the robe. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just a great story about a guy that, that, that you know, didn't think anybody, nobody would give him a chance. He gets a chance and he take, makes the best of it. But yeah, is there going to be another Rocky? What do you think, Lynn? You think they'll make another Rocky movie? And I'm not talking uh, about Creed. He's not making a TV prequel. Yeah, there's talk there's about a TV that. prequel possibility, and as of May of 2020, Jerome's still signed. You know, there's talk also about another Rocky film. Uh, in May 2019. Yeah, but it's kind of a rehash. Yeah, pretty much it is. Right? I mean, it, it just talks about. If if they do this, the storyline would be Rocky befriending a young fighter who is a foreigner, stuck illegally in the United States. Uh, he meets a young, Stallone said, Rocky meets a young, angry person who got stuck in his country when he comes to see his sister. He takes him into his life, and unbelievable adventures begin. They wind up south of the border. It's very, very timely. But by May 2020, Stallone stated that he is still working on the film, though he does not know if it will be made. And we got to talk about... It depends on Stallone's financials. So, oh, yeah, uh, that's he's got, true, too. He's got plenty of money. <laughs> but, he needs money, he'll make a movie, and they'll, they'll make some money. So. But, you know, we have to... And, and, and we have to talk about... You know, we, we didn't rank these in here, and we'll probably do another show talking about these series, but the Creed series. He did a great yeah. job. He's done a great job with the first two yeah. Creed, and there's also... Uh, some talk about a third creed. Have you heard about this one? Yeah. You know, of course, the second creed, He's if you haven't watched Creed, the first creed, it, this is Rocky ends up meeting Apollo Creed's illegitimate son who he had had an affair with a lady shortly before his death. And this guy is his illegitimate son, uh, meets Rocky, Rocky trains him, he ends up fighting, a, a, I think, for the lightweight championship. Goes goes 15 rounds to a split decision, and ends up in the second one fighting Yvonne Drago's son. And now, in the third one, there are rumors now. This is rumors that Stallone has expressed interest in Clubber Lang's son coming for Point Creed Three to fight Apollo's son. Uh, which Michael Jordan, who plays Apollo Creed's son, has agreed to if a sequel is to be made. And now in February of this year, they announced a screenwriter and that Michael Jordan, not that Michael Jordan, Lynn, is coming back to reprise his role as Adonis Creed. So maybe we'll see a Creed 3. Uh, that'll be our next, next time we talk about the Creed movies. We have to do a show about that because they're... I have to finish watching the second one. I'm ashamed to say I have not finished watching the second one. The first one was great. But uh, anyway, is there any guy, anything you guys want to say before we get off here? 
Yo, hey, just uh, yeah, just let me. Uh, thanks, thanks for letting me tag along with you guys tonight. It was fun. Always good to get to get together with you guys and um, hash these things out. So, fun times. Yeah, it's always great to have. You know, me and Lynn really enjoy doing this, and it's always great to bring somebody else in on the mix and uh, get another perspective of it. And Billy, Billy did a great job with this tonight. Uh, even though you, I would love to see his first list compared to what this last one was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I might have gone around in circles so many times and ended up on my original list. I don't know. So, um. <laughs> you might have ended up with that. Uh, before we go, we're, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about what's coming up on the final score on the fly. Uh, football, is it going to happen? Me and Lynn have been, been really back and forth on <laughs> we need to do our division previews uh, we're going to have to combine a lot of them together. Yeah, we're going to have to really, really combine it because if it even happens, there's a lot of guys pulling, opting out. I think the uh, the deadline for people opting out is Thursday now is what I was hearing. So that's... Is it over 40 people now? Yeah. How yeah, many I, is it? Well, yeah, I mean, you got, you got at least six from the Patriots so far. Uh, oh, at least. At least six. That was that was last week I, that was the count there. So, And I've heard like two since I've been home from work today, have opted out. But uh, you know, it is what it is. You know, can't blame these guys for, you know, that's their choice. Uh, but it, it looks like it's going to be an interesting year for football if we have it. And uh, I'm kind of I'm kind of 50-50 now on whether we'll have it or not, but that's just me. Um, have to ask you guys this before we go. This is going to be the last thing. And I know, Lynn... Me and Lynn always do this. We kind of ramble on about different stuff. This is totally off the subject of anything we talked about now. But music-wise, did you guys happen to see the Go-Go's documentary the other night on Showtime? No, I, I did not. Or were you guys did any fan? Were, were you a fan of the Go-Go's? I don't have Showtime. I don't. Yeah, I like the Go-Go's, man. Yeah. You guys really need to look up one of the best documentaries I've ever seen done by the band with of course they have wow. a producer everything was was done by the band uh, I've watched it twice it was really really awesome and how these ladies that wrote their own songs played their own instruments first girl band to do that and hit number one are not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame I do not know it's wow. crazy stupid uh -huh. which that is the theme of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame lately crazy stupid that they're not in this but Guys, if you're out there listening, you want to see a good documentary, it's probably streaming somewhere on, on Showtime or, or somewhere. You can pick it up. Great documentary. Great, great documentary. One of the best I've ever seen. I had to throw that in there. Uh, so, Go-Go's, if y'all are listening tonight, you know you know the deal. One of my first crushes was Belinda Carlisle, by the way. Throw that in there. She was hot. I think you mentioned wow. that on your music list, too, didn't you? Your top ten bands. Did I have Go-Go's? I think I did have Go-Go's up no, there. You, you, you mentioned the Belinda Carlisle thing. Oh, grrr. she was she was hot, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. So hey, that's interesting fact for me to learn. So yeah. well, don't you don't need a long time. <laughs> so. Belinda Carlisle. I, look, I was thrilled the other night. I was on Twitter, and uh, I've really got into tweeting a lot here lately. Uh, but I did a tweet the other night. A guy was talking about. One of the great movies, Howard the Duck. You remember that? 
Love Howard the Duck. Howard the yes, Duck. Classic. The anniversary of Howard the Duck was this week, and uh, some guy. How many not, years? Has it been? I think it was eighty-five. 30? I think I may be wrong so with that. Thirty-five Holy. years. So thirty-five. Holy. So, I, the guy put up there, you know, was talking about who was in the movie, and I was like, "Yeah, Leo, Leo Thompson was definitely a, a early crush of mine." Yeah. Between between Howard the Duck and all the right moves, she was yeah, she was my crush, and Leah Thompson liked that tweet. So, wow, yeah, she liked that tweet. So that was pretty cool. But anyway, that's, we're rambling. Pretty cool. We're rambling, and Lynn Hines is the only catcher. Uh, dude, I still have that stuff for you. Um, be by the way, Billy, do you have any trips planned anytime soon? <laughs> Uh, I hope not. I hope not. I, I'm not. It, maybe Square. Square. It might be in my future in the next month, but other than that, now. Okay. Well, let's say you did have a trip planned. Uh, like if or you want to go on a cruise, in five yeah, years. you want to go on a cruise. The the final score slash on the fly cruise in five years. Lynn, who would he need to contact? Who would be the best people to contact if he wanted to go on that cruise? Uh, definitely truenorthvacations.com. <laughs> so, but are we still five years out? We're probably more like four years out now. Right. Yeah, well, if they even have cruises by then at that point. Yeah, we may not. We may just have to have a, a rowboat, yeah. a rowboat and a pond but, by then. We go to White Put Lake. me on to 2025. 2025. Oh so, <laughs> no. True North uh, Vacation is where you need to go by, who you need to get in contact with for that. They will be the yeah. official the official bookers of the Final Score on the Fly Cruise. We'll get Sylvester Stallone to come. Hey, yo. Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson. Yeah. Hey, look. This is the lineup. Sylvester Stallone, Leah Thompson. <laughs> for our, we have two bands. Well, at least two bands. Maybe more because Lynn's going to want three. Lynn's going to want Aerosmith. We have Aerosmith. Oh, they'll be dead by then. Kiss and and the Go Go's now. We have to put the Go Go's. The Go Go's. Yeah. So Billy's going to have to. No, play. I'd rather. Nope. I'd rather have Dirty Honey. Let's just get Dirty. Dirty Honey. honey yeah. Call it today. Does Billy even know who Dirty Honey is? Probably not. It'd be a lot cheaper than what we just mentioned. Don't know who Dirty Billy. Honey is, but I'm, I must know. I must find out. You need to go check out Dirty Honey. When we get through with this, if we ever end the show, you need to check out Dirty Honey. They are the closest thing to to the sound of the music back when we, like, in the 80s. Classic rock. Classic rock. Dirty Honey. I'm, I'm, little, I'm a little concerned when I Google Dirty Honey what's going to come up, but hey... Let's we'll, we'll see. <laughs> You're not going to be YouTube. Go to YouTube and type in Dirty Honey. They have a video. <laughs> All right, I'll check them out. This is not a it's setup. We're, we're being for real this time. All right, so that's going to do it for us tonight. Uh, on the fly, as and you know, this can kind of be a, a joint on the fly with the final score too, but. Had a great time with you guys tonight, as always. Uh, we'll have to do it again sometime. We'll, we'll have to come up with another another uh, ranking that we can do and have Billy change his list 100 times. But um, had a great time, guys. That's going to do it tonight on the fly. That was our Rocky show. Sylvester Sloan, if you're listening, give us a call. <laughs>